2: Good evening. Welcome aboard another edition on a Monday, Tuesday, a Monday into a Tuesday. Sports Overnight America sports byline broadcast across the country on iHeart and around the globe on the American Forces Radio Network. Marty Terrell, Dom Jimenez along the way. Dominic is uh, spinning those dials back in San Francisco as we take you to the top of the next hour. Uh, Charlie Gibbons, uh, we'll do a little bit of the, uh, you know, the football fifth quarter takeover, a little Monday recap. We look forward to it. And there is just a uh, I mean, just a ton of stuff to get to. I mean, there really is. I don't even know where to start. I mean, there is just one story after another. Do you start with the Owen twos, the Cincinnati's? Do you start with New England? Uh you know, the and that's just, just a couple. I mean, the Vikings, uh, you know, the Bears, you expected them to be awful, right? I mean, we're not going to get too cuckoo about that. What I will say though is if you look around week two of the National Football League, you just saw some crazy finishes. I mean, how bad of a job did Green Bay do up 24 12, 13 unanswered by Atlanta? And tell you what, Bajan Robinson can play for me, the Texas rookie. He is phenomenal. Number seven, Atlanta Falcons. Very nice win. Arthur Smith, I thought he coached with guts, sheer guts yesterday. Great job out of Atlanta. And the kicker, I think his name is Koo or U. Yeah, look, he misses an extra point. I'm thinking, oh, this is going to come back to haunt them. And yeah, they end up winning by one. So uh, little do I know. You know, and the other thing you got to keep an eye on here is uh, the Giants. I mean, they were, they were getting beat 21-zip, 28-7. Before Brian Dayball and the New York Giants put the, you know got a little got a little bounce in their step and came roaring back 31-28 over the god awful Arizona Cardinals. I mean that's where we start. Double dip of Monday night scores, interviews, and highlights. Deion Sanders, Colorado, Oregon, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Iowa, Penn State. I mean college football headed into week four. You know week four when you count week zero. I mean, it just doesn't get any better than this. It really doesn't. And we'll recap college football as well. Lots to get uh, to Destination Grill in Grimes, Iowa. DestinationGrillwithanE.com. And uh, don't forget, Destination Grill also provides, and they got a big weekend coming up, third largest turf sports complex in America, Grimes Plex in Grimes, Iowa. The home to Destination Grill. I'm Marty Terrell, coming back on Sports Byline.
0: staples the prices of hp printers are dropping save on hp smart tank and enjoy even more savings on ink save on the hp inkjet perfect for high quality picks save on hp laser printers great for tackling high volume document printing now through September 30th, save on Staples' entire selection of HP printers, some as low as 69 dollars With HP printer price drops at Staples, now is the time to upgrade to HP, America's most trusted printer brand. See staples.com HP for details.
3: If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter,
1: that's 800 278 1738.
0: Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Are you ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash byline and use code BYLINE. That's code BYLINE, B Y L I N E, at prizepicks.com slash byline for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePicks, daily fantasy sports made easy.
2: All right, back here on Sports Byline. You know things uh, a little done differently around here. I'm going to get Dom in here right away in the first segment because I'm going to save some of the recap stuff for Charlie and football to the fifth quarter takeover recap on a Monday. (coughs) Excuse me as I'm battling a a little bit of a cold here, it sounds like. But um, anyhow, I'm going to get Dom in here. And Dom, you ready to play this? (coughs) Excuse me. This is a fun little game as I sound like I'm dying here. Uh, you ready to play this little game, Dom? Yeah, let's do real it. real fun. Okay. I'm just going to go through the week three games, and you got to say the first thing that comes to your mind, unless it's off the wall. Okay. Okay? I, the fir- When I say the game, I'm going to say, Dom, and then just give me a brief statement, okay? I'm going to go right through these games, because it's really interesting, and I know you pay attention. And, and then I might add something, or I might uh, say, hey, you got, you got it spot on. Nobody's right. There's no wrong answer. It's the first thing that comes to your mind. It'll start next Thursday. Uh, this coming Thursday, Giants in your backyard at San Francisco. Prime video. Giants, San Francisco. Niners, go ahead.
0: Saquon. his ankle. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he's out three weeks. Very good. You, now you see how it goes. All right. Sunday, September 24th, Indianapolis at Baltimore.
0: Uh, Concussion, because Anthony Richardson will not be playing.
2: Wow. You're spending a lot of time on injuries. I would say rematch of the two uh, Colt cities is what I would say, but that's fine. All right. Here we go. Again, Sunday, September 24th, 1 1:00 o'clock east, 10 o'clock in the morning out west, Tennessee at Cleveland
0: snooze that that game is not gonna move the needle for me at all
2: i mean we're right in the middle of two monday night games one of them involving cleveland pittsburgh the other one saints and and carolina and you say snooze wow all right let's go let's head to motown for the second week in a row one o'clock east atlanta at ford field against the detroit lions
0: Bounce back in Detroit, I think, is gonna come back and uh I, I called it. I told you it was gonna be a trap game, Marty. You I did told you, you did. it was, and uh I mean, more on that with you and Charlie later, but I, I think the lions bounce back there. All
2: right. Let's go up to the uh let's go up to Green Bay. Boy, I was a bad loss at Mercedes Benz in Atlanta. Speaking of the Falcons in Atlanta. New Orleans visiting title Town, Green Bay, give me a quick hit.
0: Is Jordan Love okay? I don't know if you saw the uh, the false start. Oh, yeah. he, oh, stumbling, yeah. oh, looking yeah. like he was drunk. I just hope Jordan Love's okay.
2: Yeah, it looked like you took a little <laughs> nip in the loo there. You're exactly right. All right, how about this slobber knocker? Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud's got pretty good numbers for rookie quarterbacks and pretty good numbers among quarterbacks. I don't think he's been picked yet. Houston at Jacksonville. Give me a quick hit on that one.
0: Yeah, C.J. Stroud, uh, the Texans are bad, so he's just going to be throwing and throwing and throwing, but especially with fantasy value with Nico Collins and and C.J. Stroud, uh, Texans' passing game's not bad. If if Travis Etienne for the Jaguars is out, neither team is going to be able to run this ball, though. I will say that. Little
2: stat, three one-foot-eight. Only inbounds in the end zone for Jacksonville against Kansas City. We'll live 100 years and never see that again. That was unbelievable. All right, good job. You're doing great, Dom. Uh, Denver is down in South Beach. They're taking on the Dolphins, Broncos, and Finns. Give me a quick statement.
0: Russell Wilson's wristband. Uh, We're we're, we're two (laughs) weeks in, and Sean Payton's (laughs) already taking shots at his quarterback. Again, so, you know, uh, the Sean Payton-Russell Wilson marriage and. Denver may not last long. All
2: right. Interesting. All right. This is a good one. And I'll see. uh, I'll be very interested uh, in your answer to this one. We go up to U.S. Bank indoors against uh, against the Vikings at U.S. Bank in downtown Minneapolis, the L.A. Chargers and Minnesota Vikings.
0: Passing, 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 some more passing, passing. And more passing. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be like week one with the Chargers and the Dolphins. It's gonna be Kirk Cousins and Justin Herbert both throwing for like three fifty and three scores. It's gonna be that's gonna be a fun one to watch.
2: I said the battle of a combined zero and four. Both these teams are zero and two. Someone's got to win, and now watch they'll end up in an overtime. I was like, tie. don't
0: say it. It's gonna be a
2: tie. <laughs> exactly. All right, New England's gonna go down to the Meadowlands. They're gonna go to MetLife. And here we go. The Patriots are 0-2 for the first time in 20-some-odd years, uh, and they visit the Jets. Pats, Jets, Belichick, and company, what do you think?
0: Who's going to manage to score the ball at all? I I think that's what it's going to be. Who's going to be the less bad team here? I I think the Patriots are going to be fine, but yikes watching uh, the Jets uh, against the Cowboys.
2: And Zach Wilson was brutal, let's be honest. All right, let's go. Uh, Buffalo at Washington. What do you think of this one?
0: How about them commanders? The Bills are going to win, but the the commanders with, I'm not going to say with the help of the refs, but the refs definitely missed a pass interference call on that two-point conversion after the Broncos converted a Hail Mary for a touchdown. But uh, I I think the Bills are going to keep things rolling and uh, continue to improve after that week one disappointment.
2: Yeah, and by the way, Russell Wilson, as bad as he looks, the numbers are astonishing. He has the highest per pass uh, conversion yardage. In other words, completed pass yardage, obviously, in the NFL right now, which I think is weird because, uh, and, and I don't know, that, that, that is just some statistician out there, some, some stat geek putting something together to make Russell Wilson look good. Because on that final drive, Sands the uh, Hail Mary, he looked god-awful. I'm not a big fan of Russell Wilson. I think he may be uh, close, if not near the end, or close, if not at the end. All right, here we go. Uh, As we continue on week three, we are going to go Carolina at Seattle. And again, the Seahawks flying high after the bounce back win in Motown. Uh, Bryce Young, Geno Smith, who had great numbers, Panthers at Hawks, Seahawks. Go ahead.
0: I'm not willing to crown him. But I will say, yeah, Seattle looked a lot like last year. Seattle, and mm-hmm. I think they're going to settle in nicely somewhere in between. I don't think they're going to be as, great, as good as they were last year. They definitely have shown that they're not going to be as awful as they were week one against the Rams. I think the Seahawks are going to be a team that competes for the wild card.
2: All right, we're going to go quick. Dallas at Arizona. These are late games on Sunday. Dallas at Arizona.
0: Uh, opening up a can of whoop butt—that's uh, that's what Dallas is going to do. That, that's all. I would got. say
2: Emmett Smith should be brought in to flip the ceremonial coin toss because he played for both teams and he looked horrible at Arizona. No worse than this team is already. Chicago at Kansas City. How do you see this one in the Midwest?
0: Is this going to be the game where the Chiefs finally uh, blow things open? Uh, the offense has been a little slow. Week one and two up with the Bears—kind of what they need right now.
2: All right, these are two franchises that, you know what, if you wanted to see a, a wrestling version of football, you'd probably pit these two squads against each other. Steelers at the Raiders, Pittsburgh in Las Vegas to take on LV. What do you think?
0: Yeah, that's it's a weird matchup. It, it really it is. is because it is. both teams have shown they can be good. Uh, they've also shown they can be pretty bad, so... I think, it, like you said, old-school wrestling, so it might be a really ugly game, not because it's tough in the trenches battles. It just might be ugly, period. Because Jimmy Garoppolo looked state. like 49ers Jimmy Garoppolo uh, on Sunday, and that's not a compliment. Exactly right, and I couldn't agree more. Let's
2: go to Monday night, September 25th, Philly at Tampa, and then Rams at Bengals. Let's start with the Eagles at Tampa, who, by the way, is 2-0.
0: I think the Eagles will spoil things for Baker Mayfield, but props to Baker Mayfield for looking like the guy who was the number one overall pick uh, back then. And then Eagles, Rams, that should be a good – sorry, uh, Rams-Bengals. Rams-Bengals, yep. All of a sudden, the the Rams might be the team favorite going into that game because Joe Burrow, who retweaked his calf, and the Bengals look
2: awful. 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 There's no other way to say it. Doms, download. Excellent job. Charlie Gibbons right around the corner. We'll break it down. We'll look back at college football. I've got all my notes together from all the games and all these little scribbles of what I thought would happen. Oh, my Lord. What a crazy week in college football. What a nutty week in the National Football League. Charlie Gibbons coming up. It's football, the fifth quarter takeover. It's the Monday Rewind edition. Here on Sports Byline Broadcast, Vanguard Utility Partners, Randy Byrne. He's also on the board of directors of Iowa One Call 811. We're coming back on Sports Byline. iHeart and the American Forces Radio Network.
1: Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.
2: Hey, welcome back here on Sports By Line. we got Monday night games going on all over the place. Charlie's in here. It's football, the fifth quarter takeover. He named the show. We'll name it after him. What do you know? I mean, again, I, I sound like I'm, you know, blowing him up. But he predicted Colorado was going to be, you know, one of these teams that, you know, probably win six or seven games, and I wanted him drug tested. I really did. I thought I was going to make it a prerequisite of him appearing on Sports Byline on a national-international program to get seriously drug tested to see if he was perhaps, you know, ingesting some mood-altering substances because no one saw this out of Colorado. So I don't want to hear everyone say, oh, you saw this coming. I sat with a guy the other day, oh, I saw this coming. And I turned to him and I said, no, you didn't. I don't want to start trouble, but I said, no, you didn't because no one saw this coming. And no one saw this crazy comeback on Saturday night. Now you've got Henry Blackburn, who's getting death threats, the junior number 11 on Colorado State. There's no place for that. Charlie, I had to go back and watch it after the fact. I'm not going to BS anyone. I couldn't stay awake. It was too much. I was a little bit under the weather, as you know. But I stayed with it as long as I could. And it was just crazy. I mean, it was absolutely crazy. So go ahead, give me your take on Dion, Colorado, uh, and uh, Colorado State, and then I'll tease the 60-minute interview because I know you haven't seen it and I don't want to be a spoiler for you. But go ahead, your take on that whole game. Crazy.
4: Uh, It was. It was a crazy game. It was a great game, and I remember when it first started. uh, Because I'll be honest with you, I thought thought Colorado was just going to boat race Colorado State. Yep. Colorado they showed up and they came to play. I mean, they were laying the wood. They were they were a very physical team and they had some playmakers. Their tight end they was did. good. They had a they had a good receiver. I mean, they were tough on defense. I mean, hey, they were ahead they were up 11 in the fourth quarter uh on that team. So uh I think I I can't, I walked away actually more surprised about Colorado State. Than I was uh, Colorado, uh, but obviously Colorado did what they needed to do. They came back. They won it in double overtime and uh, but they, you know, they also took some took some mumps. They they got a couple of injuries.
2: Well, t- today, Charlie, some national pundits, Mike Wilbon and some others, they pointed to something. And I know he's getting death threats and there's no place. The Buffalo fans and Deion will he'll he'll put an end to that real quick. Henry Blackburn, a junior, number 11, the free safety, you know, a cheap shot. But, you know, and and there was near brawls in that game. Charlie, there, there should be no such thing as offsetting personal fouls or sports. Uh, you know, two players should have been thrown out of that game. And you were saying for what? I mean you can't do that. I mean so, I mean it's college football and I think the I think the officials honestly have gotta throw guys out when you have these, you know, dead ball, you know, unsportsmanlike conduct or you know the forearm shiver and some of this other stuff. I don't think you are gonna agree with me, but I'm gonna get that into the discourse here real quick and then we'll move on. Okay. Throw people out. Go ahead and tell me why not.
4: Okay, that's fine. I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna No cat for cat with you. If that's the rule, then that's the rule. But I will say too, Marty, is I'm not making I'm not making uh uh, I'm not apologizing for the kid, but it was a bang bang play in in, at full speed. When they show those replays, they slow that down. And they slow it down to where it looks so intentional. Now, yeah. I'm not saying – and, and I'm not going to say that it wasn't intentional. I'm not saying the right. kid wasn't taking a cheap shot. What I am saying is when they show the replay, they slow that thing down. And But when you watch that thing in full speed, it's like it, it is a bang, bang. You know, the can hit him out of bounds, and he's coming in and pops and him, you know. He hasn't fallen to the ground yet, but the other player was already, you know – pushing him out, so... But, yeah, I'm, hey, I'm not going to argue with that. If that's the rule, that's the rule, but I got to yep. tell you, you know, uh, Colorado, they, they need to keep the helmets on. They're, you know, door seems to be pretty comfortable with running <laughs> on the field, taking his helmet right. off, and that, right. that's a 15-yarder, right. too, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was... Colorado State could have won that game if they could have been more disciplined, but they were incredibly undisciplined. I think they had nearly 200 yards in penalties. So for that reason alone, yeah, they didn't deserve to win the game.
2: So, I know. The penalty yardage was crazy. And you know what? Fourth and one, you got to go. If Colorado converts that fourth and one, we're not sitting here talking about a Colorado rollicking comeback. The game would have been over. And uh, that's on Jay Norvell. That's on Jay yep. Norvell. I know he's got ties to Iowa, but you've got you know, you, you to give your head a shake on that one. Deion Sanders on 60 Minutes. Charles, uh, we saw his opening press conference. You've made me watch it on YouTube. I agreed. I had goosebumps. I'm telling you right now, the 60 Minutes interview is as good as it gets. I finally get Deion Sanders. I didn't before. I didn't. I thought he was a bloviator. I thought he was prime time and showtime. I was wrong. I'm not going to ruin it, but Charlie, you have to see that interview. All right, let's move on. And I, I, Charlie, I don't know where to start. I really don't. There is so much going on, but I got to stay on the college front here. I mean, I, I almost want to throw it to you, but I'm sneaking ahead to this Saturday. I mean, I'm giddy. Penn State, Iowa, Ohio State, Notre Dame. How can Colorado Benson, be? Clemson,
4: Florida State.
2: I understand. And Colorado goes up to Eugene, Oregon, and they're getting no respect. I don't want to talk about gambling, but they're a three-touchdown-plus underdog. How can that be?
4: Here's two things I took away. One is, obviously, they're going to be without uh, Hunter, Travis Hunter, one of their right. best Who, defensive yeah. players and one of no their question. best offensive players. So no you yep. got that. The second thing is that I did notice is that I walked away from that Colorado State game, Marty, was When Leon has been really, he's been transparent and honest with everyone from day one. And that includes his own fault. He knows where he knows where his team is lacking. And it's on the offensive line and the defensive line. And they look honestly pretty small. And I I went through and I checked the roster and, and, and you wouldn't tell by the, the weights on the roster, but I'm just saying the eyeball test on the field, they just didn't look quite as big as even Colorado State. So what I'm saying is, is they run into a physical team, a bigger team that can lean on them. I, I think it's going to wear them down. And and that's, that would, that's my concern when they face Oregon. Because A, we know Oregon is going to be going up and down the field. But B, they also, they got some big boys on their O-line and their D-line. And they're going to be, they're going to be leaning on them kids. So we'll see if, if, if they got another one in the bag, uh, the bag of mag- magic tricks for Dion, but
0: yeah.
2: You know, you just gave me kind of a flashback to a guy who I used to really respect. It's just a, you know, a guy that followed football. He always said to me, you want to know how you really take a look at teams, look at the old line and look at the D line, look at weights and look at their athleticism. And you're right. That's where Colorado Uh, has got some issues. And when you go up against an Oregon, you go up against a Southern Cal, you go up against a UCLA. Um, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be something to keep an eye on very well. All right. I, I, you know, I'm going to get called a Homer here, but I don't care, but I got to bring up Iowa state and I'll nationalize Iowa state instead of regionalize Iowa state. I don't know what the hell Matt Campbell was thinking about. The la- they're down 10-zip. They finally take uh, you know uh, get a little loosey-goosey, and they start throwing the ball, and they score a touchdown. Granted, they had a field goal that was made. It should have been a 10-10 game going to overtime. I'll say that because that's the truth. But then I had someone say, Marty, again, you're wrong. You're not paying attention. Ohio U, the Bobcats, went into a quasi-prevent defense and that's why they gave up that touchdown. I'm oh. going to go back and watch it. I thought I saw a prevent defense or could determine and discern a, a prevent defense before. Maybe I missed something. What happened? Why did Iowa State all of a sudden find their offensive bearings in that late stretch of the fourth quarter? Go ahead. Set me straight.
4: Right, Marty, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't able to catch that game. That was on oh, a... that's uh, right.
2: You were on ESPNU. That, that's right. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So, uh, but yeah, I was shocked because I thought Iowa state was going to get back on track this Mm. week with Ohio. And the only thing worse than that ten seven loss is probably Oklahoma state getting boat raced by Southern Alabama.
2: But you know what, Charlie, Southern Alabama is good. And it's funny you bring that up because Iowa state hosts Ohio, uh, Oklahoma uh, Oklahoma State State Saturday. Oh, oh yeah. Well, let me ask you something. The new coach (laughs) uh, at Stanford. Is from Sacramento State. How did he reward his new employer in Palo Alto, Stanford? They lost to Sacramento State. How how do you lose to (laughs) Sacramento State?
4: How does Stanford? Yeah, I get it. I don't know. It's crazy. Uh, There were some definitely uh, some head scratchers there that. I mean, we talked about it Saturday night. That 61-yard field goal from Mizzou to beat Kansas, uh, Kansas State. So, But this week coming up, yeah, so many great games. So many great games in the college.
2: Yeah. And, and, and we're going we're gonna to get a take. Yeah, the coach is Troy Taylor. The new coach at Stanford is Troy Taylor. He played quarterback at Cal. He's been in the NFL with the Jets, the Dolphins. He was the head coach for three years, actually four seasons, 19, 20, 21, and 22 at Sacramento State where he went 30-8. and What did he do Saturday? He tanked. He should be fired. No, I'm just kidding. All right. You steer clear here, okay? We're coming back. we got NFL talk coming up here. On Sports Byline, I am Marty Terrell. Detroit, bummer. Green Bay, bummer. Minnesota 0-2, Chicago 0-2. What's going on in the NFC North? How about the Commanders? What about Atlanta? Jacksonville with three one-foot out-of-bounds, one-foot inbounds in in the end zone. Would have been three touchdowns if they know how to tap dance. And Geno Smith, I'm sorry. That guy can flat out play football. What were we missing? We're not going to miss it. We're going to come back with it here on Sports Byline. I'm Marty Terrell with Charlie Gibbons along the way coming back.
1: pricing information 800-915-9654 800-915-9654 800-915-9654 that's
3: 800-915-9654 you can host the best backyard barbecue You you find a professional on angie to make your backyard the best around Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
0: Here
2: on a Monday into a Tuesday night, uh, Monday night football going on tonight. You got... Great games, I think. I really do. Saints, Panthers, people think, oh, wait, it's a great game. Well, look, Saints got beat 16-15 week one. Panthers come in with a little chip on their shoulder. And then the Brown Steelers, I mean, I- I'll tell you right now, Pittsburgh, that quarterbacking situation is very goofy. Charlie, give me a quick hit on those two Monday night games. But Actually, one. We don't have to go to Panthers, Saints. I'm probably a little over the top on that game. But, well, I'll tell you what, the Steelers situation, Pickett's got to figure it out. Tomlin's got his hands full. lot of people thought the Steelers defense would you know be so stout that they would contend in that division I'm not so sure but again Cincinnati's off to an 0-2 start give me a take on that one real quick if you could please yeah that that uh it's
4: not looking the greatest I I agree with you it's not looking the greatest in in Pittsburgh uh I I, I thought their defense would be a lot more stout and but I'll be honest with you. I was never a huge fan of kids. Many pick it either. So I, you know, if they're putting their all of their eggs in that basket, I, you know, I don't know.
2: Well, um, I I, w- I watched him wire to wire um, in the opening week a week ago Sunday against San Francisco in Pittsburgh, and uh, he he looked like I mean he looked like he was a fish out of water. He came around a little bit, but. McCaffrey just tore him apart. Purdy was like a surgeon. Uh, I mean, he he, he he could have beat him sleepwalking. It was very, very, I mean, Steeler fans are going to be really, really wound up if they lay another egg Monday into Tuesday. All right, uh, a lot of hype this week. Uh, I don't know how much of you saw it, Charlie. I'm going to go right through these real quick, but Zach Wilson, 12 of 27, three picks. I mean, this whole thing that Rodgers taught him how to be steady and shake off, you know, some of the cobwebs and you know, uh, you know, aside some of the nervousness, he's year two of the NFL. Man, oh man, uh, it, it uh, for a while, they hung around, but not for very long. One nice toss to Garrett Wilson. Other than that, I don't know if the Jets are going to stand pat with Zach Wilson. Did you see it? Cowboys just absolute steamrolled the New York Jets. Go ahead. Uh, no,
4: I didn't see it, but I did see that they got steamrolled it. And I'm mm. not surprised. I- I'm not surprised. Look, with that, the Jets without Rodgers totally different team. You know, I think they were able to pull off that first game uh against the Bills because I think they were kind of playing for Aaron, honestly. <laughs> they were trying to yeah, finish I that mean- one out for him. And uh and Zach Wilson is is not the future. They knew that. That's why they had Rogers there in the first place. So uh this the the whole attitude of the team and, and they Look, they got a great defense. I get that, but mm-hmm. Iowa, uh, Iowa has had a great defense for five years, but they got a putrid offense to follow it up, and they can't, they they can't keep defense off the field, you know. So the, the offense, it's the offense has to contribute. They have to play their part. They have to be able to move the ball. They have to be able to score points. It's like the Jacksonville and the and the Chiefs game. But, but J- Jacksonville should have won that game. They had all the turnovers. They were in the they were in the red zone. They but they were kicking field goals instead of scoring touchdowns. You, you can't do that, especially against a team like Kansas City. So uh the jets are in for a long season. I hate to say it uh they've got a ton of talent, but they don't they are a rudderless ship right now they have they do not have the quarterback that can keep that offense even on pace or on track to keep consistently move the chain and and score some points.
2: Uh, are, are we to take Dallas? Uh, it's two and zero. Oh. They steamrolled the Giants, forty to nothing. Uh, they win uh, what uh, thirty to ten. They outscored the two New York teams a combined seventy to ten. Where do you go with the Cowboys? And I'll tell you what, that kid out of Kansas State, Deuce Vaughn, can play for me. He just runs over guys. He doesn't care. He just runs people over. He is tough. Number forty-two, Dallas. Check him out on short. Uh, you know, third and shorts. He is an absolute bowling ball. Dallas, for real, Charlie, what do you think? I'm calling them a fugazi.
4: I don't <laughs> think they're for real.
0: Wow. I think they,
4: yeah, I hey, look, they got two easy ones. The Jets and the Giants. And they got the Jets without Rodgers. The Giants, they're, they're a train wreck up there. And I don't think anybody thinks Daniel Jones is the future uh, of the NFL or of the New York giants up there. So uh, Barkley's out, you know, I mean, they're, they're beat up. So, no, Hey, I'm not going to take anything away from the Cowboys. They, they obviously, to this point have showed they have an outstanding defense. If nothing else, they got Micah Parsons. Okay. I've never been a huge fan of Dak. I think he's a good quarterback, not a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do have some talented, uh, like you said, Deuce Vaughn. I think they, they got a couple uh, good receivers down there. But uh, no, uh, Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy will find a way to screw it up when it matters. So they, uh, and I,
2: yeah. they and might I go with... to
4: the NFC championship, but I guarantee you they'll dribble down their leg they
2: get there well i mean that's their history at some point you're gonna sit here scratching our head going what the hell's wrong with dallas it's usually right around thanksgiving uh here's what i'm gonna to say to you a kid from harrisburg pennsylvania played at penn state micah parsons man that kid number 11 he is a 12 on a scale of 1 to 10 he's a 12 that guy is just a difference man he took over that he, football is, game.
4: he is real
2: he is the real deal i'm not gonna go lawrence yeah. taylor but man he is special all right let's get to your lions charlie i You know, they're down 10. They come back and tie it. You know, I mean, you know, and John Calipari told me a long time ago, be careful about one thing in sports. When you make a big comeback, you're very vulnerable to a quick pullback the other way. And I've never forgotten that. That was 30 years ago. And it's true. I mean, Detroit expended a lot of energy to, you know, to mop up that, that spill, getting down 10. They tie it. And what happens in OT? That one stung, Charlie. Give me a take on your Lions.
4: Yeah, it did. It was it was a rough day. Three turnovers, pick uh, six, and and uh, David Montgomery fumble, and and then Jeez. yeah, I Dan, yeah, I I can't agree with with Dan's choice uh, of not kicking kicking the field goal and, and getting the three points. So so that's on him. So hey. Look, uh, you make don't you? You make turnovers. You make poor choices as a coach. You don't deserve to win. But I'll be honest with you, Marty. I didn't feel like Detroit let up. I didn't think that you, you know they were they were up in that game. They were ahead in that game. Yeah, and they were I, playing I... good until those turnovers, though. So, um, and and, and they got to get better. They they didn't get the they did not get the pressure on Geno, like nope. they needed.
2: Yeah, and I'll no. tell you, both Goff and Geno, I mean, these are not really well, highly regarded quarterbacks, but I'll tell you both of them, that was a highly entertaining game. All right, uh, you know, and, and I know you referenced it earlier, Jacksonville, that team just scratches it. Hi, J- Charlie, if you're any team, and you hold Patrick Mahomes, who who became a billionaire today. I think he got a contract reworked. I think it's a billion dollars. If it isn't, it will be before he retires. But Charlie, if you hold the Kansas City Chiefs to 17 freaking points, you have yep. to win that game.
0: You have yep. to. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, they, I, they, crazy. Yeah.
4: I mean, they were getting they were getting turnover. They were creating turnovers oh in their own red zone. I mean, they were starting out on the 20, 25 they couldn't punch it in. You know, they couldn't, they couldn't get in, in the end zone. They had, they had to end up settling for field goals. They had nine points, three field goals. There should have been three touchdowns, 21. You just win 21, 17 game over.
2: Yeah. that just, drove, uh, that game, that, that game made my head hurt. Uh All right. Uh, let's go back to the NFC North. Uh, we know Minnesota and Chicago are, are chop liver right now. I can't talk about those two teams. They make my head hurt. The other team that was just disastrous was Green Bay. You're up 24 to 12. You give up 13 on the answer. Bijan Robinson looked like a cross between Eric Dickerson, OJ Simpson, and Marcus Allen. I mean, that kid is – and, 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 and somebody else because he's phenomenal. And Dominic told me a long time ago, just watch out for Bijan Robinson. He is a beast. And I saw him at Texas, and I thought he was good. He's great, and he's a rookie. So that being said, Charlie, I, I, I just, uh, beside myself, Jordan Love had opportunities on that last drive. He goes four and out. Uh, the, the, the false start, he, if, if, that looked, if it looked like a field sobriety test, it was, and he failed it. He looked drunk. He nearly fell over his center. I mean, this was crazy. Green Bay, horrible, horrible loss, outplayed. The Falcons, only the Dirty Birds get in front, win it late on a field goal 25-24. Give me a hit on Green Bay.
4: Well, for all the things that Jordan Love has done great, and the thing, we talked about it last week, how him being able to to watch and, and be on the sideline, um, mm-hmm. that's the one thing you can't learn, is that in-game pressure situation. and he, He's just he had a rough day, you know, when it comes to that. and But he, I think he'll get past it, and you know, I, I don't know. I, I've never... I can't say I'm a huge fan of LeFleur, um, but we'll see. I, I, I think they, they have a... Green Bay has a really young team, both offense and defense. So I... I, I Detroit still my pick to win the NFC North. I I think I just think the uh, because of the position where all of their youth is, the position where all of their youth is. I just I think it's going to take them a season of playing to get through it. Where as Detroit, it's it's sprinkled in there, but the main thing is God they got goth at quarterback, and and up until yesterday. And I, and I didn't get to see the game, but the start of the game, he had thrown, he had had 359 pass attempts without an interception. So I don't know how many passes he threw before the the interception, but uh, they got they got a stable quarterback in Detroit.
2: All right, uh, the Patriots, Dolphins, uh, it's made my head hurt. Uh, yeah. You know, Army, Army, Navy plays at the home of the Patriots, Gillette Stadium on December 9th. And the Patriots might be 0-13 by now and then uh, by then. And you know what? Maybe uh, maybe Belichick will tell his kids to enlist either in the Army or Navy because they're not going to be Patriots. Uh, Mac Jones, I- I'm not a believer. I- I- I'll give him another shot here. But you know what? Let- let's be honest. The Patriots run is over. They 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 looked very very mediocre, and I I have no confidence they can go into the Meadowlands next Sunday and beat the Jets. So give me give me twenty seconds, and I know you love putting salt in my wounds. I know you do. I know you do. Well, so I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Funny,
4: I I don't. I don't, I know you think I do, but honestly, <laughs> I thought the you know, Patriots were going to pull the upset last week oh, against man. Tua, and, and they didn't. Uh, but that being said, after this week's game, yeah, it, I hate I hate to say it, but your pay, your
2: Patriots, they're trash. It's, it's, they're just, they're trash. Just, Charlie, they just they 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 got no life and then, you know, and then you know, here here's the thing I'm really disappointed in. we only got sixty seconds. But you know, I know Tyreek Hill could be a little mouthy and you know, uh, you know, we're hearing about Stefan Diggs being mouthy up in Buffalo and, you know, athletes got a little swagger, but for Tyree kill to walk out of Gillette stadium saying those are the worst fans in America. I believe him. And you know what? Patriot fans have got to check themselves. The, the stuff that they say, um, uh, they did it to, uh, they did it to a Baltimore Oriole player who said that's the most racist, horrible crowd ever. I'm embarrassed to be a New Englander sometimes, and that's the reason why. Charlie Adam Jones, thank you. Thank you, Dom. Adam Jones. I mean, they called him the N-word. I mean, that is so despicable and disgusting. Give your head a shake, would you, New England sports fans? Got to be better than that. Charlie, I love you. We'll talk to you later on, pal. We're coming back. We'll put a wrap on Sports Byline. Sports Overnight America here on Sports Byline. Keep it here.
1: That's 800-433-0539. Paid for by Fix My Student Loans.
2: All right, down the home stretch we go here, talking the world of sports. Yeah, we got some uh, great stuff ahead this week. Yeah, we really do. Giants and... 49ers on uh, Thursday night. That ought to be a great game. Eh, people get upset. You know, Amazon Prime Video. I mean, that's where you get the game. I understand. I, I get it. Uh, a lot of the uh, establishments, uh, places where you go out, you know, your restaurants and your sports uh, uh, venues, eh, look, they don't have a commercial account with DirecTV. There's no uh, There's no legal way to for them to, you know, put the game on. And I hear a lot of people complaining about it. Look, uh, a little tube talk here. From all I know, Direct TV is still involved with commercial accounts. The YouTube NFL ticket is residential only. It's got a lot of people wound up. I, I talked to some people last week. I talked to another guy today. He said, "Here's the deal. They've just priced it." This one guy. Well, I'm going to tell you who it is because I know he won't mind. Muggsy's. Who? Uh, they're they're outside of Des Moines. Uh, capacity, probably, I'm going to say I'm going to say 150, uh, conservatively I think it's right around 150, maybe 180. Anyways, I mean they're paying just a skosh below $15,000 for the NFL season to carry uh, direct TV in a commercial account, therefore they can have prime video in the Thursday night game they can stream it and throw it up on their TVs, but if you don't Guess what? They're going to come visit you. Same thing with Peacock. If you're a commercial account holder, there's a fee involved. And so I know a lot of these people who, you know, love to advertise, love to have us come do shows. They're down in the dumps. They really are. You know, DirecTV, they don't have the residential account, so they're going to jack up their commercial uh, their commercial charges. That's just it's business, and it sucks for the average sports fan. It really does. All right. All right, good job out of Dominic. Dominic Jimenez, outstanding work. Charlie Gibbons, yes, football, the fifth quarter takeover, the Monday recap. Enjoy the rest of the night into the late night with two NFL games, all the baseball stuff. Cubs are absolutely free-falling. Enjoy it on Sports Byline. Adios.